Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and I am so excited for you to get to meet Mary Wiley. She is our guest today. She was on last week. She's going to be on again next week. Um, and I, we just keep not like hitting the record button and having <laughs> these conversations. And I'm like, gosh, we got to get this recorded because it's so good. <laughs> so good. That's right. Um, so welcome back, Mary. Uh, Thank I'm so you. glad that you are here with us. Um, she wrote a book called Everyday Theology. It is a Bible study. And we were just chatting about the importance of being conversant, really, with yeah. our theology. Like, how do we do that? And just real quick, before we jump into our verse, Mary, give us the goods on that. Yeah, um, we were just talking about how we should be able to talk about our faith to kids or to those who've never had experience with the faith before, uh, because if we can't, the likelihood is that we might not understand it quite as mm -hmm. well as we we do. And so there's just so much value in being able to, uh, I think even we see with Paul as Paul like talks to people uh, in Rome, he's using phrases that they're going to be familiar with. We want to speak the language of the people uh, yeah. so that they they too can know and love God. And so I, I really view my life's work as, as doing just that, as making these concepts, this theology, which seems sometimes a little stuffy and like overwhelming and overbearing even, uh, really making it accessible and uh, helping people understand that really knowing and loving God is not just for people who study it professionally, but who follow God, that God wants us to be known, that he's revealed himself to us through scripture and that there's not this like secret knowledge of him, but that it really is for every person um, mm -hmm. that he wants us to know him and worship him rightly. So when we know him, uh, we can worship him rightly. But if we don't know the God of the Bible, the God who we see of, of Abraham and Jacob and Isaac and, and all the way through from creation to revelation, if we don't know our God, then we won't rightly worship him and we won't rightly order our lives around who he is and what he's done. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to talk a lot about that with today's verse. I think it's incredibly appropriate for us to talk about how God is alpha and omega uh, for us today, that this isn't mm. just a word that John penned from Patmos a long time ago, but that this is a living, breathing word of God for us today. Mm, I love it. Okay. So the verse that she's referencing is Revelation 1.8. It's our memory verse for the month of December. And it goes like this. I am the alpha and the omega, says the Lord God, who is and was and is to come the Almighty. And and I think Mary's right. I think at first glance, we're like Alpha and Omega and Almighty. Like, what does that even mean? How does that apply to me? That seems very like far off and distant. Um, so what is it about this verse that, like you said, is really applicable to us right now today um, as yeah. modern people? Absolutely. Well, I think 
when we go to the scriptures, we want to say, what is this passage telling me about God? Uh, I think often we approach the word by saying, what does this mean for me? And how do I do, you know, what can I do with this? What's the benefit for me? And yet this verse is pointing us back to just his glory and that we serve a God who is not a created being like we are, that he is Mm. transcendent. He is beyond us. And I love that this verse kind of feels like the prologue to the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20 when God says, like, I am the God who brought you out of Exodus. Now let me tell you how to live. Mm. Not because this is the duty that you should hold or not because I want to be a God who tells you what to do and is super bossy, but because I know what's best for you because I created you and this is how I've created you to live. Mm. And in a lot of ways, this verse is really situated in a very similar way where God says, this is who I am. Now you seven churches, here's what you need to know as you continue to read on in Mm. Revelation one, where um, Paul kind of delivers this message to the seven churches and he, he's giving out a message for each one. And some he's, he's delivering a message of judgment and saying like, God is going to spew you out of his mouth. If you don't turn and, and repent from your sin and stop being lukewarm. And so, Um, I think it's a wonderful example of God continuing to tell us, this is how you live because of who I am, because of the way that I love you. Mm. And today, what a great reminder, specifically in the world of COVID, yeah, (laughs) that that God still is in control Mm -hmm. and that he still has good things for his people, that he's still giving us instructions and that he's telling us I'm the alpha and omega, that I am the beginning and the end and everything that is in between. And, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people would probably say they find themselves in the middle right now. I know that's been true for me. I feel between projects and between processes and between even like friendships because of COVID where it's just made so many things so difficult. Yeah. Uh, And yet what a glorious reminder that like God is at work and he is moving and he is active in our really weird middle points where Mm -hmm. it feels like we're not getting a lot done and we're not checking things off our list. And yet uh, we don't have to because God has checked all of the boxes off of his list, that he is the alpha and the omega. Um, and I find it so interesting that he uses this example, alpha and omega, these Greek letters. Of course, that was the beginning and the end of the Greek alphabet. And that in a lot of ways, I think we see a pointing back to creation of of him speaking, of him using his voice to create the world. And so we see this also, this beautiful reminder of like, these are letters that are arranged to create words and sentences and paragraphs and and books, which God has chosen to reveal himself through literature to us. Uh, and so this really cool just connection point of God being uh, the speaker of creation, uh, who also is the alpha and the omega, that every word is sustained by him, that everything is created through him, that he is continuing to sustain and continuing to move uh, both now and forever. I love that idea too of like what you said about being in the middle. I mean, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm right at like D or something. (laughs) No. Or sometimes I feel like I'm an F, like I'm kind of (laughs) failing. Yeah. 
But you know that that somehow there is such a great comfort for us in knowing that that the God that we serve is, you know, the beginning and the end. Yeah. So in his grand plan of redemptive history, this middle point that we're at, he's totally familiar with it. Amen. As familiar as he was with the beginning and as familiar as he already is with how everything's going to come about and end. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I want that. <laughs> yes, I need that. Proven that over and over and over again, and we see, we are so gifted to have the whole counsel of His Word, um, and to see like the Israelites who seem like they are always in the middle. You're just cheering for yes. them. Like, God, I want you to get to the end, but you just keep messing up. Um, and like, what a reminder that is for us. Or you see it with the prophets who are proclaiming, like, God's just could you just get your act together? Like y'all quit this. Um, and it's just as much as like, we kind of poke fun at the Israelites as we read. I just, I am an Israelite. Yeah. Know, so it's a mirror. It's, it's a mirror right into my soul where it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes I don't trust the God who is all, almighty, the God who is alpha and omega, mm -hmm. who both set the world into motion and who just as you said Natalie who is marching the created world into a very a very known end that he's mm -hmm. already told us how all of this kind of finishes and what mm -hmm. a kind god what a kind god that he would say I want you to trust me but I I'm also going to just go ahead and tell you how all of this is going to shake out so mm -hmm. that in the moments when you doubt and in the moments when you struggle to believe that these things are true or that you struggle to, to follow me, mm -hmm. you're going to be reminded that, that I'm good, mm -hmm. that I'm telling you how this is all going to shake out. And so I just, I love that this verse kind of begins in a lot of ways, revelation that God is saying, Remember who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And that I am Lord God, that I am Lord or Curios, which would have meant like master or having authority. Uh, and so that, that I am the God who is also transcendent, who is above all, who is Elohim, who is the mighty one. And so I'm not just your creator. I'm also the one who has the authority to do something about all of this chaos in creation. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who can do something about your situation. I'm the one who can do something about the anxiety in your heart because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or the sadness you face because you can't see family this month. Or whatever it is that, that God is not only aware, but that he cares. And yeah. that he has authority over those things. Um, I think it's really easy for us to sometimes think of God just as the one who's kind of pulling the strings and uh, directing creation and forget that as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit to comfort us, to guide us. And who is the down payment of what is what is to come? This, this end point in mm -hmm. Revelation that he is a picture of, of the dwelling with God that we will have uh, and that God hasn't just said, hey, I have authority and control over all this, but he said, I'm going to give you my spirit so that when you walk through darkness, so that when you forget that this is what eternity is going to look like, that, that you're, you're walking with a reminder, not just someone who is beside you, mm -hmm. but who is within you. 
Yeah, it's it it is funny how sometimes when we we kind of poke at the Israelites that we just don't realize how much we are like them um and how much we are forgetful. Like oh, yes. we're just for I'm forgetful. You know, here I am having a Christian podcast and writing blogs and doing all the things. And like, I am just the same as every other stinking human being on the earth who just forgets or who knows what's right and knows what's good for me and who neglects it anyway. You know, like we are, we are neglectful. We're forgetful. We're, we are, you know, at best we're forgetful. At worst we're neglectful, you know, right? <laughs> but I just love that God is a, a kind reminder. Mm-hmm. You know, he is always kind to remind us of who he is and of what he has done and that he is, he has always been and always will be. He is unchanging in his character and, um, and his goodness is, is a lasting thing, a thing that we can rely on and, and trust in even in these crazy times. Yeah. Sometimes just believing that God is unchanging, I think can be such a stretch for us because nothing in this life is unchanging. Every single day you wake up and your health may have changed Mm -hmm. from yesterday. Um, We're all aging. Relationships come and go. They shift. Uh, Everything we know has kind of a birth and a death in a lot of ways. And, And yet our God is unlike the creation that he is absolutely unchanging and good. Often, I think we view God, rather than viewing ourselves in His image, we view God in our image, and we expect for Him to respond the way we might respond to sin Hmm. with, you know, uh, anger and punishment. And yet, that is true, because God does have wrath for sin, and yet all of that wrath was carried out on the cross. Hmm. And so, um, I think often, even I will catch myself thinking like, oh, but but God, might that might not be true for me. And yet, <laughs> if it is in God's word, we can believe it is mm-hmm. true because God is unchanging. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We got to remind ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's part of the reason we do what we do at Dwell is, you know, we we need these constant reminders. We need the word of God in us, dwelling in us. We need to be meditating on it, memorizing it, telling ourselves what is true, um, because we're constantly so easily led astray. We're easily yeah. believing the lie. Um, and, and we need that truth uh, to reorient us like all the time. So absolutely. Sadly, though, we are like cutting it with our time right now. Um, So we have one more session here um, with Mary. But for those of you who want to check out her stuff, you can there's links in our podcast interview. Um, You can go to her website or follow her on Instagram. You can check out her book, Everyday Theology, which is an eight week Bible study. Thank you so much for letting us pick your brain, Mary. I am excited for one more time. Yes, me too. So fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.